0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio.
1: The voice of an awakening world. Empower yourself and get inspired to build the life of your dreams. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. I am super excited to have you joining us today while we explore the concept of living a life of peace every day day. Peace defined as wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. I want to just hold that space with you for just a moment. Your life peaceful in this moment, in the next moment, and the moment after that. No matter what is happening in the external world, peace is generated from the inside out. You deserve Peace. You can have peace. Yes, it is possible for you to have peace. And we work together this show to bring you the guests and the topics to partner with you as you create your life of peace every day. I'm super excited, even during these uncertain times, about working with you and myself as we continue to grow and develop in our walk of peace our internal journey of peace every day and so July did you know that July was the um, minority uh, health awareness July is minority health awareness month so we've got a wonderful topic for July because we always we support healthy mental conditions all year round, right, for life. And so we have a licensed therapist and personal trauma and relationship expert joining us today. So we're going to have a wonderful time. Her name is Montrella Cowan. We're going to get to those introductions. But first, I want to tell you about some free things that are going on for the Everyday Peacemaker, which you are one of those. I hope you'll take advantage of some of the free stuff that's going on in our world today. Uh, The first of which we have five steps to getting completely clear on your purpose and passion just take that in being completely clear on your purpose and passion operating in clarity how great is that so it's absolutely free to you five steps for getting completely clear in your purpose and your passion just by emailing me at dravonjames at gmail.com and you'll have access to five steps to getting completely clear on your purpose and passion also we are still giving away free online university courses. Isn't this amazing? The Institute for Leadership and Lifelong Learning is offering free courses. If you or someone you know is interested in learning online at an online top-notch university, please check them out. The Institute for Leadership and Lifelong Learning, yours truly, Dr. Drayvon James, happens to be teaching a course at that university called the 2020 Clarity Course. Uh, But I am one of amongst many, many highly esteemed and uh, wonderful courses that are offered there. So check that out. Our guest today, Montrella Cowan, is also offering a free gift. So we're going to talk about more uh, more of that today. So a lot of free stuff for the Everyday Peacemakers. And I'm so glad that you're here to get that stuff today. Uh, I'd like to talk to you just a little bit and introduce you to our guest, Montrella Cowan, who is a licensed therapist, personal trauma and relationship expert. She is also the author of a new new book entitled The Purse, An Essential Guide to Healthy Relationships. So Montrella Cowan is the founder and CEO of Affinity Health Affairs, which inspires women to step into their greatness through her private psychotherapy practice, her health and wellness workshops, her online courses, and her speaking engagements. She also serves as a mentor to young adults, helping to transform them into effective change agents. Montrella Cowan is a licensed psychotherapist and independent clinical social worker. She earned her master's in social work from Howard University and holds a bachelor's in social work and interdisciplinary studies from Catholic University of America. Welcome to the Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James Show. Thank you, Dr. James, it's a pleasure to be here with you today. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you. I'm so excited to have you here. And so we're going to be talking about today. We're talking about creating and maintaining relationships. And I got to say in my social media posts, I said something along the lines that relationships are the foundations to everything. None of us exist in a bubble, right? (laughs) Whatever we do, it impacts someone else. So understanding how to maintain and create a healthy relationship is so essential to our journey in life. So before we get into all that, I want I know, um, we're going to be talking about a lot of what you're doing. But one of the things that you're doing is giving something away for free. And the (laughs) secret to a love rich relationship. So talk a little bit about that and how our listeners can um, connect with you. Yes, so
0: I would love for your listeners, our listeners, to join me on Wednesday, July 22nd at 7 p.m., where I'm offering a free webinar called Secrets to a Love Rich Relationship. And it includes like the five core ingredients to unlock your heart for a healthy, happy, fulfilling relationship. So I advise you to tune in because we're going to have a really good time and we're going to get a lot of tips out of that webinar.
1: Oh, that sounds great. Unlock your heart. That's one of my intentions (laughs) in my meditation. So that's just wonderful. So we're going to start right at the beginning. You are an expert on relationships and what inspired you to actually get into this kind of work, working with people with creating and maintaining healthy relationships?
0: Well, that's a good question. So I am a licensed therapist by way of social work, as you mentioned. And what I would find is, Basically, Dr. James, nine out of 10 clients would have some kind of relationship challenge. So even if they came at first, presented, you know, maybe an issue at work or some other challenge, it would always, you know, after a few sessions, I would learn either they want a relationship really bad or they're in a toxic one or things like that, or maybe they're in a relationship, but they, you know, they've been in it for years and can't tie the knot for whatever reason. And so... I decided
1: that I wanted to focus on that. Yeah, I love that. Nine out of ten of your clients, and I bet you that if we surveyed people uh, around the world, not just the United States, we'd find that relationships, uh, especially toxic relationships, are a core problem that it, it, it spills over into every aspect of your life, your career, right. everything, you know, if you have these toxic relationships. So I think that's that's great to have someone who's um, really yeah. ready and poised now- to take that on. <laughs>
0: Now, the thing about it, um, because I serve both men and women, I find that, you know, in order to really have a healthy, happy relationship, you have to do the personal work. And so that's where the trauma piece comes in, is that we have to, oftentimes we're dealing with trauma, and so you have to heal from that. And so I like to work with the individuals to, you know, overcome those challenges so that they don't bring all of that luggage or baggage into the relationship that they're currently in or that they're aspiring to have.
1: Oh, I love it yeah I love it. We're getting right to the meat of it. I hope that our view our listeners are uh, got a pen and paper because we're getting right to the to the meat of it from the beginning in order to heal, and I love that you said that you've got to do your personal work. We could spend the rest of our life saying that I'm this way because this happened. And that may be very well true. You may have so many valid reasons for being the way that you are, but if the way that you are is hurting and harming you then the wise thing to do is to say, yeah, that happened. That, that, that yeah. stuff happened. That's true. Right. <laughs> but I'm deciding to do the work to get me to a healthy position. Can't go back and change the past. All we have is this moment here. Right. So, so I, I love that we're here when we jump right in. So we talk about doing the work and i and I can say in my own journey uh, i started on this development of peace in my life at the age of 17 so many years ago and i would hear and read about doing the work the work the work and i never really was clear on what the work was uh, sure. although i was doing the work not knowing i'm like where is this work but i was doing it not knowing that i was doing the work i was working on you know trying to Mm. get aware of all this stuff but what really what do you all mean as psychotherapists when you say do the work what does that mean for a lay person?
0: (laughs) Yes so it really means acknowledging that something's going on you know I don't want to encourage uh, your listeners to do therapy at home a lot of times people try to be the therapist of their partner or you know just you know kind of brush it off and especially for people of color I like to say that we suffer from it a case of HTP, which is high tolerance for pain. So oftentimes depression and other symptoms, we ignore them and we consider them normal. However, in the USA alone, over 40 million, now this is pre-COVID, but over 40 million people suffer from anxiety annually and over 17 million suffer from depression annually. So a lot of times people are bringing those, those symptoms into a relationship. So it's acknowledging, you know, we all need help from time to time. And then, yeah, we'll take it from there because we work together to, you know, establish goals in the therapeutic setting. Everything's confidential. But there is a lot of stigma. Don't you agree, Dr. James, related Mm -hmm. to mental health?
1: I think so. You know, I've worked in mental health as as a consultant pharmacist for mm. a n- number of years, and I can tell you that yeah, there is. I, I have seen it firsthand. Being African American, I know, and I can't speak for every African American, but I can know. I know that just sitting with family members and being part of the team that consults on on drug therapy, uh, mm. there is this thought that. Well, do I really need to take medication um you know yeah, couldn't prayer prayer be helpful or and, and I support prayer in all things but I used to tell people I said it's just like if you had didn't have twenty twenty vision and you know we definitely pray about your vision absolutely, but we would not get Eyeglasses. We probably would do both. we probably pray about your vision and we'd probably get eyeglasses too, right? And that's the same thing with mental health, right? If, if something isn't quite feeling right or where you want it to be, definitely prayer or whatever you, meditation, all those Absolutely. things can be part yeah. of the healing you know, process. Yes. But yes. therapy and that- other...
0: Go ahead. Right, and I do want to make one clarification because, yes, people do have a lot of, you know, resignations and considerations for good reason about, you know, medications and the side effects. But psychotherapy, we do not prescribe medication. Another word for psychotherapy is talk therapy. I just wanted to clarify that for the listeners because oftentimes when I'm out speaking, I you know, I find that as a question, what exactly is a psychotherapist? And so another word for that is talk therapist. And guess what? I don't do the talking i do the listening you'd be surprised how much of a difference it would make for a person when they've been holding things in sometimes for decades i've found clients who've been grieving for example a loss a breakup a death of a loved one for decades until they come to therapy and find out oh my goodness you know i am actually still grieving this so oftentimes, people are so unaware, you know, that of the support that they need. But I did want to clarify
1: that for the listeners. And thanks and then, for that. Cla- yeah, like you mentioned. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, go, go right ahead. Yeah.
0: And like you mentioned, uh, July is, you know, Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. And we had to have a you know, a, a whole month designated to it just to spread the awareness and also to stomp out the stigma related to it. Oftentimes, especially people of color, they really feel like, you know, seeking uh, mental health services is like, you know, they, they're afraid to be considered crazy, et cetera. But from a psychotherapy stand, um, standpoint, we really do look at people who do that as being that's a very proactive, healthy choice. To seek that support and help.
1: Oh, I, you're absolutely right. Proactive, and and thank you for that clarification because not all health, uh, mental health, emotional health results in medication use, and that and that's a big part, a big thing to know. And I, as a pharmacist for 30 years, I would say that if you are using medication without some form of talk therapy or therapy, period, it generally is not as effective. So we do need to have somebody that we can talk to and, and listen to. It makes a big difference having that human ear, and and This HTP, high tolerance for pain, I find, I love that, I hadn't heard those initials before, but I find that to be true, that there are so many people who are walking around in sort of like a uh, post-traumatic stress syndrome, and they don't even know it because they have been operating at that level of stress for decades. Yes. That's correct, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Autoimmune disease is on the rise, and one of the things that is uh, very prevalent in every autoimmune disease is a high stress level of mm. g- going on in your life. So, um, mm. how do people? You know, that's you
0: interesting. Be- you you say that because uh, lupus is one of those uh, those diseases. And, in fact, I lost my daughter, who was 25 years old. I actually talk about her birth in my book, but I lost her to lupus um, in 2018. And what I will say is I was a witness to, you know, someone experiencing high levels of stress, and it definitely will take a toll on you. So stress can literally, like, take the life out of you. And so I definitely want to encourage the listeners to reach out for help. There are culturally competent, effective therapists out here and i do feel like you know therapy is like dating (laughs) so you do want to find the right fit but you know once you do your prayers about it that's all good you know i you don't know how many clients i've had who said that they actually prayed before they found me and so Mm. this is our way to fulfill our ministry and provide therapy
1: yeah i i I absolutely love that and and um, my um heart goes out for your loss because they thank you there that you're welcome there is so much that we carry when we lose a child right and mm-hmm. we go for in life still continue to lose anybody but i think for me also having lost a child that uh day by day small things start to mount on top of that thing and mount on top of that oh, thing yeah. And if you don't have someone to talk to and talk through these things they really can become a destructive force in uh, maintaining and creating healthy relationships so absolutely yeah yeah. Get, yeah getting getting there now i have a question because i you know i always do this talk the show i do that everywhere i go and i happened to have a conversation in the nail salon about this particular show and one common theme came up And this is with an elderly person in her seventies. She was seventy-one to be exact, and she said that her reason for not seeking out therapy is the idea of having someone write something down about you. Okay. Right. So, do you do you hear that a lot? People are afraid to have things written down about them and put into a record of sorts.
0: Well, I mean, that is a you know, I can understand the concern and you know that's mainly you know to keep up with your treatment it's just like when you go to a medical doctor you know they take notes or and nowadays they record it you know in their little uh, system but it's it's confidential and the only way that you know those records could ever be exposed is if for example they were subpoenaed and so you know it's important that people understand that. You know, therapy is confidential, just like we can't, um, like you can't have your medical records exposed because of HIPAA, the same laws govern therapy.
1: Right. That's so important to know, to take that that pressure off of people. We're talking today about healthy relationships, creating healthy relationships, maintaining healthy relationships, which all in all leads to a life that is more peaceful, totality, and more fulfilling. So what are some of the things that, how do you know that you're not in a healthy relationship?
0: Mm, That's a good question because so many people are in toxic relationships. And I do think that sometimes they're, again, we just normalize things and kind of live with it and deal with it. And that's why I really love your platform, you know, Everyday Peace. And I love what you said at the start, you know, relationships is everything, you know, people, we can't live with them and we can't live without them. But, you know, the family really is the first institution, And so that really sets the, you know, the pave, the the pathway for everything else in life. And so if you're in a romantic relationship, whether you're married or not, and it's, you know, not in harmony, it's going to, like you said, impact every other area of your life. So one way in which you will know that you're not in a healthy relationship would be if you feel like you're walking on eggshells. And what I mean by that is, you know, you can not be yourself. You are second guessing yourself, particularly like if you go to work and everyone's like praising you and you're a star at work in other arenas. But as soon as you get home or you're with your partner, all of a sudden, you know, you're just being very, very careful. And you're not being fully self-expressed. That may be one indicator that you are in an unhealthy relationship. You know what I
1: mean? Dr. Oh, yeah, I love that. I love that because... As I'm thinking about over conversations that I've had over the last week and know really over a lifetime that that brings back to memory people saying to me that they've been in relationships for a long period of time and the relationship still doesn't feel secure. That's usually a trigger Mm, for me that some piece in that relationship is unhealthy. I don't know, you know, I'm not a therapist, obviously, but whether it's coming from an internal source or an external source, something needs to be evaluated there. If you've been there and you don't feel secure in this relationship, you know, not that we shouldn't keep growing and developing and expanding our relationship that we should, we should do that as individuals, but you should have a sense of security. Like, okay, then this is solid ground and if you're not experiencing that that seems like to be a telltale sign in my mind that there may be uh something that's unhealthy brewing in that relationship yeah so i I think
0: yeah security is very important you know for both the men and the
1: women Mm -hmm. yeah being able to rely on a relationship so you get into this unhealthy relationship and i believe that This is just my personal belief, and I teach it in my coaching classes, that everything that shows up in your life, the good, the bad and the in between, everything Mm -hmm. can be used if you consciously choose to use it to help you get to your next level of greatness. And by that, I mean that you do have to find a way, as you said, to do the work to move from where you are to where you where you want to be yeah from where you are to yes. where you want to be, and one of the things yes. that you said I think I read in your description about your book is you know uh victors being able to channel their strength and yes. to be able to rise from the ashes right sure yes yes that yes so, and I know mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> I know that's something that you you've been able to do with all of the trauma. Let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, all the trauma. And I think it's important too for for clients and, and listeners alike to know that people like yourself who do this amazing work are people. So which means that you don't exist in a vacuum. Things that right. happened in right. your life that give you a life experience and then you couple that with your education and are able to really empathetically provide this high quality of care. So, you know, we mentioned earlier about, you know, the loss of your daughter in 2018, but there were other things in in this book that you wrote that were really uh, a great example of strength and doing the work.
0: Yes. Yes. And, you know, one of the big ones, I know that we recently had the whole initiative, the Me Too Too movement, but obviously, you know, sexual assault, sexual abuse rates, had been going on for, you know, many, many years, if not centuries, you know, earlier. And um, so, unfortunately, I was a victim of rape, and actually it was by my daughter's father. And at the time, I was only 14 years old. So, if you can imagine, that was a very defining and traumatizing moment for my life, particularly because I am a believer. And at that time, you know, well, before that, I had a covenant with God that I wouldn't even have sex before I got married and then this situation happened. And so for a long time, it actually defined, you know, my relationships and who I was as a person. And so, yes, not only do I bring the theory, but I bring the um, practical wisdom from experience into my sessions with my clients. And I think that's one of the things that my clients appreciate most, is that I can relate at some level, um, you know, to some of the circumstances that they may be facing.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot and an experience like that really has the potential to keep you stuck. Yes. Circling yes. that same that same trauma. And yes. you know, and that's a real trauma. I mean no one can argue, you know, and say, Oh my goodness, you can get you should get over it. <laughs> yeah but however staying in that trauma and there we have lots of listeners from all different walks of life who are experiencing yeah. all sorts of things and so please hear my heart when i say this because yeah. staying in that trauma does not hurt the person who victimized you that's right right it you really got that right. just right am i so it really just ruins the next day and the next day and the next day and and i know that the next day and the next day and the next day will be Challenging no matter what, but doing the work with with the psychotherapist and and the, the talk therapy, as you mentioned, will help you to climb out of that. To a place where yeah. you can create this peace for yourself this internal peace yeah. that allows you to thrive not just survive yeah. because everyone's life is better than just surviving i know at one point in my life having endured a lot of things homelessness being one of them surviving was i couldn't even get to a place where i could co- conceive of thriving i was just really trying to survive but you know yeah. through doing the work that i didn't even know i was doing but reading and studying and you know then you yeah. get to a place where my goodness not only am I surviving, but I am thriving, yeah. meaning that I am I am now able to use my journey to reach yes. back and help someone yes. else. Yes. To, I,
0: that's that's,
1: that's what I'm, this
0: <laughs> Yeah, store. go ahead. And when I wrote the book, The Person, Essential Guide to Healthy Relationships, you know, I did put my tears, my heart into the book uh, because I do want to help people because I know for a long time I carried that abuse that rape with me I had no one to tell and in fact it wasn't until years later that um, my stepmother did say oh yeah the doctors told us you were traumatized but you know because of generational things and how we you know are used to accustomed to coping with things by not confronting it by not talking about the elephants in the room um, I had to like really bear the burden on my own for many many years it wasn't until you know i was in my 20s basically oh, you know two decades later where i was able to get help and the only reason i was able to even realize like okay the guilt and the shame and all of those things were normal was because i uh, decided to volunteer at the dc rape crisis center so i wanted to help others without even healing from my own story and while we were in that six weeks training is where i started to get my own healing so i was going through this like process where well, everybody was grounded i was like getting my healing that way and getting the validation that i needed and things like that
1: we'll be right back after this we're talking about healing from trauma for healthy relationships with our guest, montrella cowan more after this break with every day peace
0: Glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world.
1: Create and build the life of your dreams. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. I'm super excited to be bringing you a relationship expert today. We are talking about creating and maintaining healthy relationships. So if you're just tuning in, you're in the right place to uh, make sure that your relationships stay healthy because. If you're not in a healthy relationship, you need you deserve to be in one. Absolutely. And if you are in a healthy relationship, you deserve to know how to maintain that, because we know that there is this saying that I heard all my life that used to make me shudder. And I can tell you, I just celebrated a birthday on July 16th. (laughs) And during my my life, thank you, during my lifespan, I have found this saying to be true, a life is either going into something or coming out of something. That's just the way it is. That's how we grow. And so we take that and we know that learning is great for us because it helps us to be better positioned to use everything for our next level of greatness. So we have a few free things going on for our listeners today. We have, of course, free online courses being offered at the Institute for Leadership and Lifelong Learning. We have five steps to getting completely clear on your purpose and passion available to you just by emailing me at dravonjames at gmail.com. And our fabulous guest today, Montrella Cowan, has a course that she will be uh, doing on Wednesday, two days from today, Secrets to a Love-Rich Relationship. Who would not want a love-rich relationship? So Montrella, how do our listeners connect with that free offer? Yes.
0: So if they're interested in joining us on Wednesday, July 22nd at 7 p.m. Eastern time, and even if they can't make it because it is kind of just two days away, you can certainly uh, still contact us and we will make sure to give you the replay. You can reach us at the website, which is affinity411.com, and I'll spell that. Affinity is A-F-F-I-N-I-T-Y 411.com. So contact us that way. Let us know webinar, and we will make sure that you get the registration for that.
1: Okay, and again, that's on July 22nd. at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at Affinity411.com. So, if you or someone you know is looking for a love-rich relationship, please um, take advantage of that. If you miss it at that time and day, you're hearing this at a later this broadcast at a later time. Do not fear. You can contact Montrello Cowan and you can get the replay. So it's available yes, to you and because you're you, single or married. Mm-hmm. Right, right. right, Exactly. Right. And you're an everyday peacemaker and you deserve this. So um, right before the break, we were talking about a number of issues related to creating and maintaining a healthy relationship. And I wanted to jump into a question that has come to me is signs for looking. uh, What is the sign? How do you know that you're at a point in your life? Not your spouse, not your significant other, not your parents, not your children, not your co-workers, but you are at a point in your life where you need to seek some type of therapy so that you can create healthy and uh, relationships and maintain healthy relationships. Sure. They, yeah, what, how do you know? Sure well you know when first of all if you're listening <laughs>
0: right now you know i do believe in god and i believe that god you know everything has a season so if it even crosses your mind it's worth at least a consultation but oftentimes people aren't you know they're not very aware that you know that they've been grieving for example so you could have been divorced like like i said decades ago but you may actually today still be grieving that. So if you get sad around the holidays or birthdays or anniversaries or days like Valentine's Day, then that might be an indicator. If you're having crying spells, if you're not feeling well, if you're feeling like not yourself or low energy, that may be another indicator that you you know, you know might want to. If you're anxious, I mean, right now we're going through some trying times anyway. Um, but if you're anxious, if you're having panic attacks, Things like that is certainly a good time to reach out, um so yeah we can we can assess and and take it from there,
1: yeah, I love that, really pay attention to yourself, you should not, and I know that a lot of us have um, a lot of people to say, You know what, I go through periods of sadness and this is yeah and, and and I believe I truly do believe in feeling your feelings, I know. Um, for myself and the clients that I work with just as a life coach that we, th- there are a rainbow of feelings. We're not going to walk around feeling a hundred percent happy all of the time. I wish that were right. the case, but, right. yeah. but a lot of learning happens in the Valley. It does. And so we get, you know, because we're balanced human beings and we're going to go through this life. We're going to have days that are just wonderful. We're going to have those days that we, you know, wish we weren't having, but if you're having those on a regular basis, and their extended periods, like if you can't get out of the bed or you're crying day after day, I think that's a clear sign that your life is being impacted in a way by something.
0: Certainly. And it it doesn't have to be to that level. Um, It can even be as simple as, you know, you're just like unhappy, like maybe with work or you're not seeming to get along with people, you know, like you're the type who, you know, everywhere you go, somehow there's some kind of, you know, upset of some sort. Um, it could be you're trying to please people and you don't feel like you can ever satisfy them. Um, and a lot of complaining. If you're the type who's complaining a lot, these are some of the more slighter indicators, but certainly our therapy can help you to get to the core of what's going on so that you can have your peace. Because the one thing, and I know you know this, Dr. James, we can't change other people. Do you agree?
1: Oh, absolutely. I tell people that all of the time. In fact, I just think laughing is, we had this conversation with just these complete random strangers in the nail salon, which is a great way to connect. But we're talking about different things. And one of the things I told the ladies, is, I said, you know, I don't waste a second of my precious time feeling that I could change someone, right? Because, and I also think that it's, very uh it's unfair to the other person to sit back and say oh you're this way and in order for you, us to, to get along you're gonna need to change on, <laughs> <Yes>. maybe
0: <laughs> yes. maybe we're- people get into relationships like that and it's such a setup for failure because you can't change someone you know but that again goes back to just you know doing your own work because you know when we're operating at a certain level Right, Like if we're depressed, we're not probably going to find the happiest guy around, you know what I mean, or the happiest woman. So it's important that we do our own work so that we can then attract the type of guy or woman that we really, really, you know, truly want to spend the rest of our lives with.
1: Yes, and I don't want to brush over that point. I want to go back to that because I think that is so key. What you just said, if we ourselves are in a particular state, let's just say I'm going to call it the blues—not uh, mm-hmm. even clinically depressed, but you're just right. down for whatever reason. Understand that that energy. We're just all energy. We're all energy. If you listened to yes. the show last week, you know we talked about that with our guest last week. We're just yeah. all just a big ball of energy, and so. Yeah. It is not true, and you can tell me this from a more psychotherapy standpoint, but I have found in my own journey, it is not true that opposites attract. It is true that whatever you are most Mm. focused on inside of you, that's what you're going to attract. So if you're Mm. an individual who's really dealing with low self-esteem, you're going to attract somebody who's going to reinforce low self-esteem. That's right.
0: Yes. Yes. And that could have been somebody just like your papa. If your papa was very critical, you know, (laughs) I talk about that in my book. My daddy, you know, bless his heart. He loved me dearly, but you know, his expression, an old southern guy, you know, was to criticize, you know. And I learned later that that was his, you know, translation of love. But sometimes that can really, you know, damage and hammer your self confidence and your self image. And so yes, you will go out and attract to someone a partner who kind of reinforces those beliefs about yourself. So self-image is another major piece.
1: Yeah. So that is a big plug for me to tell, you know, as a person, we all, I think we all, I don't know. I've not met anyone who would say that honestly and truthfully, they don't want healthy relationships. They may not be seeking a significant other for a romantic relationship. We all differ in that, but, I can't think anyone who says, "Oh, I just want to be in conflict." Most of us don't desire to be in conflict. Right, sure. We do want healthy relationships, and knowing that we attract what we most are inside. That is so heavy to take on because you look at the people in your life. Because no, there's no way I attracted that. But the truth of the right. matter is, <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah, and yeah. you can fix it. The thing. point, Yep. You You can can fix fix it, it, Mm -hmm. and I I love that. Is that we the 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 silver lining is that no one is no one can stop you from fixing you from the inside out, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? That that is so doable. And and you said something else that was just really powerful, and I think I just dropped it, but I'll I'll, it'll it'll, it'll come back to me in just a second. But one another question I wanted to ask you is seeking a a psychotherapist or talk therapist, as you said, for relationships, uh, to to be in a happy and healthy relationships. Two questions yeah. on that. Is it better to go with by yourself or should you go with the person that you're having this issue with? Should you both go yeah. together? If you- mm-hmm.
0: So that's a good question. Um, I would say both. It depends on you. There is no cookie cutter solutions or approach. Um, you definitely want to, you know, like I said, before screen out the therapist, make sure it's a good fit. So, in other words, you want someone who validates your experience versus invalidated. You know, I've had people run run to me literally, like, oh my gosh, you know, I felt like I was arguing with the therapist. And then, so when it comes to me, it's such a different experience. But you also want to make sure that therapist is a good listener and non judgmental as well. And from there, you know, sometimes my clients start out as individuals. And, like I said, because you have to do that personal work anyway. Now, the cool thing about uh, the couples counselor is that it is a way, at least in my practice. If people come in as a couple, you know, because especially, like, say, African-American men, it's really hard to get them in, right? They don't even want to go to the doctor, right? (laughs) And so, but when they come in, you know, by the time, because I'm such a practical practitioner with this stuff, so I give, like, tools that they can actually use, as if you're using an umbrella for the rain. These guys are like, when's the next appointment? Because I don't judge. I don't take sides or anything like that. So it's going to depend. You know, sometimes we know we need to just do it for ourselves first. So then you can sign up for the individual. And at other times, it may be, and then you can, you know, obviously bring your partner in later. But at other times, you can certainly start as a couple, and then a, a practitioner like me will certainly be, you know, having you do work that's going to address those individual traumas because they're going to show up in the relationship anyway. So I like to say just get them to the door, and I will take care of the rest. I really cool. want to encourage your listeners to stop doing therapy, trying to do therapy at home. Stop trying to process at home, that I do not
1: recommend. <laughs> well, and I like that you said that too. It reminds me of a conversation that I had with someone, and uh, totally unrelated to therapy. And that's it was about pharmacy. But the thing that we were talking about, I said, "Well, you know, here is the harm is that you don't know what you don't know, right? That's true." And. And sometimes in the world of medicine, as in the world of psychotherapy, I'm sure, too, uh, not knowing the most minute detail can make a huge difference in the outcome. Right. And so that's why we say, you know, I I applaud people who have the initiative. Yeah. Get on there. Read about stuff. Get yourself educated. Of course, we're not living. We're living in the age of technology and information. Get yourself educated. But while you're getting yourself educated, also get yourself educated on where is the best way to take this information that I just learned about. Yeah. Right. So that I can really take all of this and say, hey, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm feeling. What do you think the professional. How can I incorporate this in my life? Or, you know, and so having that partnership. It's an objective viewpoint. It's an objective perspective because oftentimes if we're not playing
0: therapists, we're trying to get our mama or our friends or family. And that's why they call that friends and family because they're going to enable us (laughs) in whatever it is we're doing. And furthermore, they're going to have a limited view and perspective. Of course, they care about you. The intentions are good, but it's much, it's a much more healthy choice to, you know, seek out professional help from an objective point of view. That's very, very critical.
1: Yeah. So I think that, and we can't emphasize that enough. Definitely. We're not living in the age that I would tell people the more, educated my um, patients are when they come to talk to me. Well when I used to work in direct patient care, I really applauded that. I, I love the person who came and said, you know, I read this article on this and I read this article. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, great, because now we're ha- now you have this interest and you yourself are vested. It's not just me saying, Hey, you should do this. You've you've got some sure. interest going and you're showing an initiative and now we're partnering together, which is truly how right. healing takes place. You can't just sure. be passive. You you gotta be oh, yeah so and yes, psychotherapy I
0: includes, that. You know, one of the interventions is psychoeducation, so I do a lot of that, and that's right. you know because it's really bringing out within you, you know that that which is already within. So you, so the education piece is important, but I think people don't realize doing a relationship is like doing, like it's like any other thing. It's skills based. It really is like communication is a skill. And so that's why in my practice, I offer couples a communications class. Now, as a result of that, I've had couples come out of that class and never argue again. Can you believe
1: that? Oh, say that. Oh, my gosh. We have a caller on the line. I'm going to pick up this caller (laughs) who's been waiting for a minute. But I want to just say that again for our listeners, that communication is a skill we don't. Get born just no. knowing how to be a master communicator. At least most of us right. don't, right? No. And so if <laughs> you are finding that you're struggling with that, that you know, no matter where you go, people are having problems with the way you're saying things or the way you're coming yeah. off or you're having problems with somebody else, don't don't take that personally. Just realize that, hey, this is a skill that I can work on. It is a I skill. So let that be a comfort to all of us. I'm going to pick up this caller right okay, now. Okay, Hello. Welcome to the Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James' show. How are you today?
0: Oh, great, great, great. Another great show. Your guest is great. So I have a a question. I think it may be a multiple question. The first part of the question is, how do you know um, if it's trauma that is holding you back from developing healthy uh, relationships? And then the second part of that question is, um, if you have... um, because you have trauma and whatever it is, and you have done things that have harmed your, your loved one and you feel, constantly feel guilt about it, yes. does that, does that stop you from moving forward and doing what you need to do? And also is that more of a focus on the individual and not the person that you've hurt? So I'm not like really mm-hmm. convoluted, but. No, that's but, a great question. What's your name, brother? Uh Tony, Tony, I oh, know I love it um yeah it's 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 about three questions in there. I'm gonna try to answer all of them, number <laughs> one, as far as trauma, like I was saying, you know a lot of us we suffer from h t p high tolerance for pain, but honestly, like if you I'm from Brooklyn, New York, the projects of Brooklyn, New York, so sometimes if we grew up in a violent environment, for example, that might be trauma, if we witnessed okay. our parents fighting. That could be trauma. A breakup, depending on how it went, if it was infidelity or some other kind of, you know, I've, I've heard a lot of different things, that can be traumatizing as well if someone has been lying or deceiving to you. Um, so that's the first part. So, uh, of course, obviously, if you've been abused sexually, physically, even emotionally or mentally abused, um, that could be trauma as well. Now, as far as hurting another person, you know, I, I love it. I love the question because... That shows that, you know, the first the person is actually self-aware in the sense that they know that they've caused some damage. And I want to say that therapy is definitely a way in which you can, you know, we can help you get out of that. I've helped, I've helped clients, like, turn the whole thing around. You know, they may have been married for a long time or they may have been in a relationship for a long time without being married, and they were stuck. And so when you come to, you know, a therapist like myself, we really get to the cause. Because oftentimes we try to treat the symptoms, and that's when we do a lot of that homegrown therapy and all these other types of interventions. Um, And then a lot of times people won't come until it's a crisis situation. So forgiveness is one of the major pieces um, that we do in therapy, whether it's at the individual level or in couples counseling, that's a major piece of it to help you to get through that. Of course, you have to forgive yourself before we can expect other people to forgive us. And so, yeah, we do the work on that. I hope I answered your question. You, you did. You, you did. You did. Um, okay. Yeah, you did. You did. Well, so you're from Brooklyn, you need... huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm from New York myself. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well,
0: thank you. Thank you, Tony, for listening today.
1: Thank yeah, you and, thank you. And thank you for being a regular everyday peacemaker with um, amazing questions about trauma and um guilt holding you back from true relationship. Um and we'll talk to you soon. So yeah thank that's you very our call. Great show. Thank you. Thank you. Our caller today raises some amazing points because, uh, as we mentioned earlier, uh, that's whatever's going on inside of you, you're going to manifest in your relationships. And if you are, and, yes. and again, let me say this <laughs> you are the psychotherapist. I am not, but this is just from reading and work mm-hmm. that I've done on myself throughout the years, knowing that. If you are riddled with guilt and shame, that's a low vibration. Yeah. And yeah. so that energy, that low vibration energy and that, that's not a judgment state. That's just mm-hmm. no judgment or shame or condemnation on that. That means that you're, you're vibrating at a lower energy, which means you're going to attract relationships that support that lower sure. energy. Right. So oh. you've got to find a way and working with a psychotherapist through talk therapy is a great way to do that. Because as um, our caller was talking, you were answering the question. What I could hear in your response was, hey, here's another way to think about this. Right. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. sometime, sometimes sometimes <laughs> our thinking is predicated most times yeah. on oh, our yeah. environment. I don't care how much yeah. education I went and got a doctorate yeah. degree. It's yes. homeless for many parts of my life. So a lot of my um, thought patterning about things when I find myself in situations went went back to processing it from that little scared girl. Right. Yes. And so until I really started getting work and, and working on myself and all this, I was unable to to see things from different perspectives. Everything came from this fear based perspective that, hey, I'm in danger here. And I need to yes. finally get into this defense mode to protect myself. So I love that talk therapy, psychotherapy, working yes. with the proper coach can really help you to see your situation Absolutely. differently. Oh, my Absolutely. gosh. Yeah. 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 That, <laughs> that is, is a, a lot of pain. That
0: is a of it, a shift in the perception. And because trauma, you know, when we experience it, it will tell us lies about ourselves and we'll believe it. And so we do that work to uncover who you truly are, and you know your purpose in life and what you're here on this planet to do and it's very, it's a very exciting journey I mean I see physical changes in people you know when they start to do the work it's it's a beautiful, beautiful thing,
1: yeah, so think about that if you are a listener who's been suffering or know someone who has been suffering, definitely don't want you suffering any longer and you don't need to be let's talk really briefly and I know we only have about five minutes left but one of the things that occurs to me that could be a barrier to people getting the proper uh, psychotherapy help that they need and desire is financing and you mentioned that you okay. were, that you kind of came into your awareness by working with the DC um, rape Uh, counseling uh, center Mm -hmm. there and I happen to know there's a lot of other free areas around there but um, how can people find out about getting subsidized if not free therapy
0: absolutely that's a really good question I'm so glad you asked so number one some high premiums y'all paying as being deducted from your check on a regular basis Um, we take insurance some of us take insurance I definitely take insurance and so that's why you want to call, again, for that free consultation so you can find out, you know, if we take your insurance. And nowadays, with everything going on, a lot of the insurance companies are actually waiving the co So at zero cost, you're able to, you know, make weekly sessions if you want to. So that's number one is health insurance. And I mean, like, commercial health insurance. Also for people who are, you know, and they have a lower income, uh, a lot of therapists take Medicaid. I personally do not, but I have referrals. As a social worker, it's my job if I can't help you to refer you to someone good who can. And so I have referrals for people who do accept Medicaid. Um, So that's another way. And finally, I want to mention the Employee Assistance Program. So I'm a certified Employee Assistance Program. And how it works is I think it's almost a federal mandate that employers have an opportunity for, you know, their employees to seek you know, some support. So I've seen anywhere from two sessions up to 10 sessions, totally free, the employer pay, pays for it, it is all confidential, nothing will be shared with the employee. Um, and if, if you're not working, a person that is working like your mom or someone in your household, you can use their EAP as well. And likewise, if you're the one working and someone in your household needs it, they can use your EAP. So that's three ways in which you
1: can pay for therapy. Thank you for sharing it with our listeners. So I hope that that was helpful to people who are out there who know they'd like to seek some psychotherapy, to know that you don't even have to be the employed person. If someone in your house is working, that you can look into that. And um, Montrella, give us your contact information again, just in case our listeners want to connect with you to find out how they could work with you or how you could provide referral to them.
0: Absolutely. I would love for you to uh, reach out. I would love for you to join me for the free webinar, Secrets to a Love-Rich Relationship, on Wednesday, July 22nd at 7 p.m. The best way to reach me is through the website, Affinity411.com. That's A-F-F-I-N-I-T-Y-411.com.
1: Thank you for that. You're listening to Dr. Drayvon James, Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James, where we focus on peace. Peace defined as wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. Living in this space, I hope that you can hear in today's conversation that we all have a need. And for every need, there is a supply. For every need, there is a supply. It's not that living at peace means that your life is going to be problem-free. Would that that would be the case. But when we grow, growth happens in the valley. Know that wherever you are today, whatever's going on in your external world today, that some repair in your internal world will make your external world look a lot more amazing. You'll be able to walk through things with grace, mercy, understanding, growth, and development. Right? so that you can, with confidence, reach your next level of greatness. I'm Dr. Dravon James. Thank you for showing up today as an Everyday Peacemaker. I absolutely love you. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.